and welcome to another episode of the Jedi Sorter. I'm your host, Jay Larkin, and joining me is the one, the only, Patrick Whiting. Hello, Patrick. Hey, Jay. How are you doing? I am super. You're super? Yes. Excellent. Just super, not How, super uh, duper? Uh, no, I'm, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we, we we missed another week. It is yet again my fault, but I can say that we should be through the woods. <laughs> I mean, you've, so you had, had a pretty. I mean, you've a couple of couple of good exciting trips you've had. So I mean, it's it's true. I'm happy for I, you. So uh, it. I think I mentioned on the last episode that it was um, Brian and I's tenth anniversary. The the full story is that. Brian and I um, got married ten years ago, and and Brian was was very crafty about it. Uh, we got we got married at Gay Days during Disneyland because he wanted us to have our anniversary celebration going back to Disneyland during Gay Days. And the issue this year, or since post pandemic, is that they used to always do. Gay days at the the same time, which was the the first weekend of October, and now they moved it into the middle of September, and so we did one trip to Gay Days and then another trip for our tenth anniversary, and so uh, should be through the woods hopefully. <laughs> and <laughs> I make it I make it sound like uh, <laughs> uh, these amazing trips are this arduous thing or whatever, but um, uh, it was it was very nice. But we should be back to a regular schedule, and that'll be that'll be nice. So, Patrick, Jay, you you have a rule for us to to go over. Kind of have it's sort of it's one rule that is many rules, um, and I think it's interesting to bring up in part because part of this came up in our game um, at that uh, event that you hosted. Um, mm at your store. Um, but it also has a number of implications and I think those implications are only going to continue to grow. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, so to sort of peel back the, the wrapping paper real fast, this is, uh, with respect to, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi out of hiding. (laughs) Um, the, the wonderful ability of his mind trick, um, that I, I love so very much, and uh, I think a lot of people do as well, uh, has a lot of implications, and it interacts with some characters in some kind of wildly different ways. Uh, namely, the, the the three that come to mind, and I'm sure there's many more that maybe I've missed and many more to come, but the three that come to mind are uh, something like when there's a Obi-Wan Kenobi off, so General Obi-Wan Kenobi versus out of hiding Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Vader's Fury versus Obi-Wan Kenobi out of hiding, and uh, a rule like intercede from like the Magna Guard and Obi-Wan Kenobi out of hiding. So uh, I'd like to kind of go over some of those because I think they're interesting. Uh, and another good example of why it's, it's important to go through the abilities kind of slowly, which is sometimes hard for me. So with the all right, let's do it. With Obi Wan Kenobi out of hiding and General Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, the 
hello there interaction is interesting, uh, I think, in that, um, how, how do I want to do this? So uh, to set the stage, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or General Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, runs up and wants to bop out of hiding Kenobi and uses uses his hello there um and then out of hiding will use mind trick and if if there's somebody else there i guess that's an important part of the equation if there's somebody else there for uh general obi-wan kenobi to hit then the question remain or the question at hand is does he still get the three dice from hello there uh or does does he not uh if the sort of attack action was was canceled and the answer is he still gets his three dice from hello there because it's the next attack dice roll uh, i'll paraphrase not not sort of the next attack so it has to do it's it's attached to the dice roll and not to the the attack itself so if he gets to make an attack that rolls the dice and i'm just going to succinct try to succinctly put this together um then uh he he'll still get those things and this is going to be in contrast to vader's fury a little bit but uh to to finish that uh general obi-wan scenario it will be minus two dice uh with his uh with his next attack uh so he'll just get the the extra one i believe uh so it's it's better but better for general obi-wan but you know maybe not ideal because he's only getting an extra dice instead of three um then with vader's fury that one is tied to a damage pool so in the case that uh vader um would make another attack he wouldn't get to use you you wouldn't add the extra damage on there it would it would go away so that would be sort of spent and done and um he would just be a normal vader a normal vader with uh with that um although i do wonder and i haven't looked at this part if uh if he spends the damage to do the extra dice this isn't really part of the thing but since i'm curious and my brain is curious too um yeah so if he if he got to make another combat action he could still roll extra dice but for the purposes of of the attack, if he's going into Obi Wan Kenobi with his full force and he gets mind tricked, then that whole sort of attack is is defunct. No extra damage, um, no extra dice, and he'll have to cut himself to do to do a lesser version against somebody else again with uh, only one dice instead of three. And then finally, and the one that came up for us and I think is really interesting and probably really frustrating, <laughs> um, is intercede. So if, uh, if, and unfortunately for me, you were able to find a way out of it in our game. Um, but if Obi-Wan Kenobi is standing next to a Magna Guard or a model with intercede and, um, the, they target, um, I believe the Magna Guard, right? Then, and making sure I'm remembering this correctly, um, mind tricks that attack and then tries to go into Kenobi. The intercede kicks in and says, you can't go into Kenobi, but you also can't attack this model. So the whole action is 
undone and neither mm-hmm. model gets attacked and it's really great for for the kenobi player and really crappy for the other player um and that that has been on my mind a bunch lately so i wanted to bring it up here yeah it is there's there's a lot of things related obviously to um kenobi and so mm-hmm. um i think spending time thinking about him as smart and, and knowing all the different uh intricate rule interactions yeah and I, there's only going to be more so yeah yeah that's true um all right so we're planning on on talking some about the event that we played in at Gameopolis a, a week or two ago. Um, so it ended up being, uh, uh, it was going to be a nine man. And then my, my manager bowed out to make it a, a nice, even eight man, uh, event. Um, we, we had a, a list that overlapped with each other. It's true. Um, I think we talked a little bit about that in the bonus episode but you want to go ahead and and talk about um that list yeah yeah the list that i played or that that we had overlapped that i i'm pretty excited about and i've since iterated on but um that list was uh ahsoka jedi no more uh obi-wan out of hiding and the commandos the um clone commandos with Dooku, essentially just a Dooku box. So Dooku, Django, and yeah, Magna yeah. Guard. Yeah. Um, I I really like that list a lot, and um, I think um, I, I think it's it's got a lot of legs for a while still. Um, yeah, it's it's sort of designed, and and I and I think the the archetype is is making its way around. Other people have thought about it too. Um, but it's designed to go into big bads, so characters that can do a lot of wounds or a lot of damage to potentially wound in one sort of activation. Uh, so your Grievous, your Vaders, your Windus, your uh, Anakins. Um, I think those are some of the, the bigger ones uh, right now, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Um, but the idea is just to completely reduce... Uh, uh, how much output those lists can can generate, and uh, I I found it to be a very good list, especially when it's pointed in in the right direction. So um, yeah, I I like it a lot. Um, I think there are probably even better players out there who have thought about it and are using it, and uh, um, I uh, I'd love to hear hear more on their their takes, but uh, I. I really like that list. Uh, and as long as people play Vader, Grievous, or any of the other next big big hitters, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a good a good archetype to continue to explore. Yeah. Um, so then we obviously um, departed some on. We did. Our next list. Do you want to talk a little about a bit about your your other list? Yeah, my other list um, was. And and to um, to kind of add a, a footnote there, I was going, I was approaching the event, which was a premiere event, with the idea that I would take two strike forces essentially, rather than four squads that I move around. Um, I wasn't personally having much uh, luck with that. Um, 
so I wanted to try this approach for for this event and couldn't really figure out something that I, I was terribly in love with. And what I landed on was uh, Cad Bane, Aura Singh, and I think I ended up with I think I just used the um, the Bounty Hunters because I, I don't dislike the Bounty Hunters. Um, and that was with um, my brain's already moved on from it. Uh, <laughs> I, I did not. Um, I did not ultimately like like the list all that much. Um, who was who did I use? Um, let's let me look real fast. See if I still have it. Oh, Darth Maul. Yeah. So and it was Maul, um, Bo-Katan, and Super Commandos. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the idea was to have maybe something that in theory plays into droids just a tiny bit better the the idea which i don't think was kind of fully fleshed out because i really decided on it last minute um was to try to find some reasonably tough models or ones that i could kind of keep at arm's length a little bit better and um also position quickly so if i needed to close the gap into B1s or or try to get into melee with one of the super attacks that tends to play further backwards. I could do that with the Mandalorians, um, and they would ideally be able to do the wounds to the supports that I needed as quickly as possible. Um, that sort of... I mean, I... I Actually, I think it plays probably better in the clones than it does droids. Um, but uh, that was the idea. And I like Cat Bane. I think Cat Bane's a pretty good model. Um, yeah. yeah, Maul's a good model. I think Bo-Katan is, is pretty solid. I really actually really like Bo-Katan. And the Super Commandos, Spandalorian Super Commandos, are also uh, one of my favorite support units right now. So I'm just trying to throw a bunch of stuff in there and see what's stuck and... I've I've since iterated on on my approach to premieres and that list I think has been scrubbed. But that was my that was my idea. So my list was the one I had talked about a fair bit. Um, it was um, Mace Windu and Luminara. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mace was you know it, Mace has to be his box currently, and yep. uh, then Luminara was. Um, her Padawan, I'm Ferris. Ferris, yeah. And then um, I'm blinking on what my secondary was. Bear, bear, you, you mean your support? Yeah, support. I want to say it was. Oh, it was effing uh, 212. 212. Yeah. Clone Troopers, uh, who I did not love. Yeah. It's funny though. Last several times I've gone into two twelve, they've done more damage than some of the primaries that I faced. So that that's that's something. I think your two twelve actually did more damage than some of your other models too <laughs> in our game. Uh, that but could be. yeah, they also die fast. So if you can get yeah. there. Um. All right. So. I, I, I think we should maybe talk a little bit about our rounds and then we can talk some about what we thought or what we learned and what we would maybe do differently going forward. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go, go ahead. You, you played Ashton round one. 
I played Ashton round one, a lovely human being. Um, and uh, there's really, really no two ways about that. I feel, I feel very fortunate to get, got to play him. Um, and it was a very close game. Um, the first, um, the first struggle was, was pretty tight and, um, I barely, I barely sneaked it out, snuck it out, barely snuck it out. Um, then the second one, I was losing quite badly, uh, quite, quite, quite badly. Um, and about halfway through the second struggle, um, the, the priority, the priority, um, token sort of stopped moving. And that made it a lot easier for me to my favor. And that made it a lot easier for me. Um, I, it was, it was so close. It was, it was almost third struggle time. And because the priority token didn't shift that, uh, that, that changed the dynamic pretty dramatically, um, pretty dramatically for me because he was, his units were doing really well. Ashton was doing like every, everything correctly to 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 my chagrin like he he wasn't making very many mistakes and his dice were great the the shift was yeah when the priority uh token didn't move um and then when uh when you called the um the time um i miss uh misunderstood what you're saying so we also implemented the the countdown a little bit more quickly oh and um which um as ashton pointed out was to his favor and it, it, it very much was and uh i think i think if it if the if that token had shifted one more time um instead of just staying where it was uh i it, it yeah it would have been the third struggle but i was able to win the second struggle and uh then moved moved on after that um yeah in my game i i played i started off and played um Dooku and um Ahsoka. Excuse me. Yeah, Ahsoka. Um and it um it it felt like I I got early scenario pressure and got up on the first one fairly quickly and then in the in the second struggle um I was in better positioned than than my opponent uh both of his positions were not um amazing and so he had kind of a a bad choice either way Mm. um but he um so i i ended up winning on the second struggle it was a a good good fun game um played sanji wonderful opponent Mm. yeah i love sanji um and yeah that was that was that so round two uh was the battle of the joes we we both played a joe we both played a joe yeah uh do you want to go ahead and um describe your match yeah so i made a bad call in our match which led to being forced to make a bad call in the third round because i didn't get to make a call in the third round um <laughs> uh so joe Joe beat me very well. Um, the first, I wasn't sure if you were aware of this, but it was. I mean, we we had talked a fair bit, and um, he 
so he played his what he considered his off list in the first round and, and won with that and then mm-hmm. was going to play uh vader grievous droids the the rest of the tournament was his plan mm-hmm. yeah that's what he said um, so i did were you aware of that heading into your list selection uh no i don't know that that detail would have changed anything for me frankly um uh-huh. because i i made a, a poor choice so i played um and the reason being is is his approach to vader grievous is to um flesh it out with droids and i know there's a few approaches that i've seen people talk about um and design around that are a little bit different than that um i i'm inclined to um to acquiesce to to joe's design i like that i like that design a lot um it's uh that game did give me a lot of information for moving forward so when we talk about things that we learn and do differently we'll touch on that um so if i recall let's see i think our first struggle didn't go super well for me i I just lost traction and um and i tried to plan around uh at least a little bit for the next one uh which was going better for me um but i made in addition to just the canbane mall was just not a smart pick and and the reason being is, is um, I, you know, I just sort of overthought the the combination of of factors, and it, it was the right the right play would have been to use Ahsoka and Dooku, like I had designed that list and intended its use uh, for such a matchup, and I didn't do it, which was silly. Um, and I just could not I could not do enough damage. I could not wound enough um despite the attempts and um kind of similar to the game with ashton but in the reverse setup the um priority token stopped moving in in a part of the table that was helpful and joe was really good at capitalizing on on everything he he played a great game and i like playing joe a lot so it was um it wasn't I mean, I, it's, it's, it wasn't, I didn't, I didn't feel bad about losing cause I gotta, I gotta play, um, gotta play folks I like, but, um, it was, I made, I made a number of mistakes and those, those all added up quickly. And then he beat me after struggle two. So my, um, my matchup was, was versus the other Joe. Uh, he is actually both these Joes are God among men, gods among men. <laughs> That's true. Uh, because they are both patrons of the podcast, it turns out. It's true. Uh, the, the Joe I played lives in Salt Lake City with Twilla. you. Twilla. He lives in Twilla. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> he lives in Twilla and is your most common. Uh, like, how long of a drive is that? Um, you have to ask him. I, 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 I want to say it's like maybe a 45 minute drive, but I don't know. I don't I don't live in Twilla um joe joe knows i'll ask joe i mean the internet knows as well it's 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 almost the same distance as going to ogden it's relatively the similar thing oh really okay well anyways uh sidetrack yeah (laughs) um um, so i decided i was going to play um my 
the list I hadn't played, uh, which was um, Windu and Luminara. Um, he played Cad Bane and um, his Dooku list. Um, I, I ended up we so I won the role to go first, and I think the first mistake I made was um, I picked the wrong side of the table. Um, afterwards, he said that he had if if we if he was in the position that um, he likely would have picked the same table side I did. But after playing the game, he agreed to me that his table side was better. And part of that was that it had better access to uh, ingress and egress points. Hmm. Um, and so he he got the first one. I pretty quickly got the second one. And we had kind of a, a good struggle back and forth on the third one. But he etched it out. Um, one of the things that was difficult for me was it felt like um, Mace Windu was just kind of off on a flank jerking off by himself and <laughs> not not really doing awesome mace windu things which is oh, put- it was it was a difficult situation because on the one hand the way that the initial scenario came up um i kind of had the choice of either he goes up on a flank and isn't really necessarily in the mix of things or i just kind of concede the first struggle and it it just kind of felt like all bad options um so i'm not entirely sure um what i think about that i do still like the list i still like mace but definitely the um i mean i I guess this can preview a little bit of the next match but um both both of my games with mace uh he did basically nothing (laughs) and I'm curious, uh, and, and in part because the the next game is our game, but uh, yes, yes, why 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 are you uh, running Mace off to the uh, to the wings rather than putting him in the uh, the fray? Um, I mean, in general, that is what I try to do. Um, it was just circumstance. Yeah, circumstance. Basically, responding to the what was going on on the table or the scenario at the time. Mm. Um, so the two Joes fought each other to, to (laughs) see who was the, the real Joe and not the pretender. And, um, you and I, um, ended up playing each other in the next round to see who's Mm -hmm. was the, uh, I, I, to have fun, I guess, (laughs) or to see who's the real host or mostly have fun. Who, who, Who is the Jedi's master? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, and so I knew that you were likely to uh, take Ahsoka and um, Dooku. And there was part of me that thought it would be kind of amusing to to do a mirror match. But then there was also part of me that thought that would be miserable. And so I uh, I opted to play my, my other list. Um, yeah. And so do you want to... Uh, um, yeah share Um, what happened to that or share any thoughts so i was sort of i was i was forced to play um ahsoka and dooku um because i played maul and cad bane and i hadn't played ahsoka and dooku um and going into that list uh realizing 
that I was probably not going to play against the mirror. I would uh-huh. have liked to have played in that particular matchup, Cad Bane and Maul. <laughs> oh yeah. Why is, why is that? Um, well, I, I, as I learned playing Ashton, um, I, I think that they are, they are better into, um, clones in part because I can shoot, um, at range a little bit further. Uh, I, you know, it's, I was running into, so I think the short sighted approach to my idea here is that sure they like these, my Mandalorians can run up and maybe be in the fray of stuff, but the, the extra step that I needed to make in terms of, of, um, kind of examining the whole scenario. I, I'm probably not in the fray of things. Um, and, uh, I'm still, I'm still sort of flapping in the wind. And part of that is Mandalorians are short, are a bit shorter. They're faster. Um, are, I, I don't know. The, the Ahsoka list, let me back up. The Ahsoka list is, is a lot more close, close quarters. Um, like a lot more close quarters and um it it just is i'm always having to play catch up into a super duper range list like clones or kind of like droids and the cad bane mall they have not the longest range but they have longer range they're a little bit more mobile this is what i mean to say and um it doesn't take a lot to pop an arf trooper or 212 and I think Aura Singh could probably even accomplish, you know, on a really good role in an ideal circumstance could probably wound both of those units in one activation. So, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I wanted to be able to play Cad Bane, um, for that reason, just so I could have more threat extension into your threat extension and, um, try to just get out of dodge when it came to, to Mace Windu, uh, clone commandos are, they have jump, so I can just jump out of range from Mace Windu. There's, there's just more options on the table for me with the Cad Bane into Mace Windu dynamic, but I didn't have that option as much. And, and, uh, I really missed having that option. So it felt like in the game that, um, I ended up having, uh, some early scenario pressure on you that that just kind of kept going yep. throughout the game. Um, did I guess did, what additional thoughts did you have on on the game? Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I I think I think I kind of I think through the frustration of just making the wrong pick in the previous game and being sort of forced into making the pick that I did for this game. I almost just internally abandoned the whole endeavor. I was like, this is, yeah, this is going to be not what I had hoped it would be. And, um, and I, I think as a result, I, I did make some really silly, silly plays. And like, there was that one where I should have moved Ahsoka over to claim a point and I didn't. And then that was a, a big deal breaker for me. And, and I even and I told you then and, and I and I still reflect on it now, like that was a conscious choice and that was a bad choice. Uh, at least I made it out with you know, with with 
the decision to do it, but it was just, I think, an example of where I, I just sort of, well, it's a bad choice, but I'll make that choice because it's sort of whatever, um, sort of whatever. But uh, yeah, and it was, it was, it was a hard, hard game. I did, I did enjoy the the sort of momentary gotcha of the uh, of the uh, Obi Wan and Magna Guard interaction, but then uh, Django is close enough. You can just bop Django anyway. Yeah. And I think you you're wounding my stuff pretty quickly as well with with things that I, I maybe had not anticipated getting wounded by or as quickly by as mm. I was. Mm. So, but well, that was that concluded the event. I I I think that uh, we both had a pretty good time with the event. Absolutely. Um. So you said that you've already done some some iterations on your list yeah lots lots of lots of iterate lots of iterations and exploring how i approach um how i approach events i think premiere events maybe um as a whole okay so what have been your thoughts with that so there's three there's sort of there's three ways that you can approach uh, a premiere event with with its structure um at least three ways that I, I look at it. Um, I know I think I mentioned two ways, two primary ways, but there's there's sort of three. Um, and uh, the the one the way that I approached this last one was two strike forces, which is kind of cool, but I also really don't like necessarily getting locked in um, quite like I did. Uh, may I mean, certainly more experience and maybe a little bit more confidence in in sort of my my initial game plan um and i don't think it's it's a wrong approach it's just that's that's just one way um the other way that i'd explored was having the just sort of the pod system where you've got four squads and you try to design them to mix and match and um i think that is is potentially really good but i think the the big brain um that's required for that approach is maybe beyond me or just, um, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, it's a really good approach. I, I don't know that I can do it. Um, or I maybe can't settle on all of the models that are necessary to play it. Or maybe I don't like them or I don't, they don't really, they don't fit with how I play. Um, I think clones are a really good option to possibly play like that. Cause you can just really, Pick a Jedi Master, pick four Jedi Masters, throw in all the clones, and then just mix and match at your leisure. Mm. Um, droids will probably get there as well. They're they're pretty close um, to being able to do that. Not quite like clones. And um, then the third approach is to have sort of a core list or a core squad, and then you just rotate out of that core squad or that core list. Um and so it's sort of like three and a half ish, I guess. And I'm inclined to move into that direction um, rather than trying to pair all everything up. I'm trying to find maybe a list that I like a lot or a squad that I like a lot that I think fits with what I'm trying to do and fits maybe the meta that I'm in or planning for 
and then trying to find a good um, sort of set that will meet the the nuanced needs. So, for example, I have Dooku and Ahsoka, and then maybe I trade out Ahsoka and put in Mother Talzin, or I take out Dooku um, and I leave Ahsoka and I put in um, like Vader or something, you know, like so. Um, so I have the the list that I really like or the squad that I really like. I really really like Dooku. Um, I know a lot of there's a lot of a lot of opinions on Dooku, and I don't think any of them are particularly wrong, but none of them being particularly right. I, th- I think lends lends Dooku to a really good place, and um, uh, and then I'll just switch out from there because I think there's a lot of with Dooku. Uh, Cad Bane is great with Dooku. Ahsoka is great with Dooku. Um, Vader, I think, is great with Dooku. Talzin is great with Dooku. There's a lot of so that's that's how I'm I'm, I'm approaching it moving forward. Um, uh, at least just for experiment sake. I mean, I do think that you would have been in a pretty different situation if very very on different. the second round, for example, if you had done let's say first round you did Dooku Ahsoka and second round mm-hmm. you did Dooku Dooku and and one other of your two lists. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point where you had you were locked into one of your squads, but not double squad locked. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um. So you know, it's it's not a perfect system, and there's still going to be list chicken regardless. Yeah. But yeah. Um. What I'm trying to avoid is feeling like I'm getting stuck. You know, like like in our game, I was like, oh man, I I don't I don't like this. Um. This doesn't feel this doesn't feel like a spot I want to be in. Um, and that's just me. And, and you, I, I, like, I, and I don't think there's a wrong way to approach it, but that's, um, that's a, a thought I had moving you know forward after that event. Um, and then that gave, um, this got me thinking about how I organize the models in my squads. Um, and um, yeah, it, it gave me a lot so we can, I I can unpack it to to whatever, but uh, I'm before I I run down that rabbit hole. I'm curious, um, what were some of your your takeaways at least initially from from that event? Um, I, I guess I'll just do a quick preview, and um, then we'll head into the bonus episode. But one of the one of my takeaways was that again my my thoughts of how much I like or think that maneuverability is important um and especially with with primary characters it, it it does make me i i'm i'm very curious to get games in with um mother talzin who i haven't really played much with um and partially because um i've, I've had concerns with her about her maneuverability mm-hmm. um but i'm curious if if maybe I'm selling her short, so. Well, I can uh, can give you my thoughts on that in the bonus episode because I've been playing her a bunch. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, uh, as always, um, check out discountgamesinc.com for your gaming needs. Uh, check out our Patreon, and you can support the podcast, help make it happen. Uh, you'll gain access to the bonus episodes and uh, gain access to our additional content early. Um, so thank you everyone for for listening and uh, stay tuned for the bonus episode 
yeah, to be continued.